on Radio 3. A very good morning to you. I'd like to invite you to join us on Facebook Live. Chef Neil Tomes is back in the house. He's fully kitted up. He's got his chef's costume and everything. And he's going to talk today uh, about smoking. So let's put him on screen and say hi to the big man. All right. How are you, Neil? What's going on? All right, man. how are you it's been a while i'm really good thank you very much i've been watching your uh, adventures on facebook now many many in your previous gig you used to do a lot of smoking and and brisket and all this that but you're back well yeah actually jay and i found a big 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 old metal barrel uh floating in the sea yes it it was stuck in the sand yes yeah and um so we upcycled it and i turned it into a smoker and yeah, it was it was like an epiphany, um, uh, just very like few ingredients, you know, a yeah. chunk of meat, salt and pepper. I throw a bit of cayenne pepper in there as well to give it a little little uh, funky spice. But um, yeah, it was an epiphany. Well, you tasted some of it. It was, it was fantastic. Wonderful. I had a lot, lot of lot of American uh, customers who uh, who thought it was pretty good. I mean, I've never gone on one of those pilgrimages yeah. in the in the states. I think it's something that I'd love to do, and one day, hopefully, I get the opportunity to do it. Uh, and you know, I'll probably be blown away, and my 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 brisket will taste like a bit of like you know, supermarket ham or something. Hey, listen, but you're all about the practicing, and I think that's good advice for anybody, I, isn't it? I, I pull this baby out of storage. He's. So can he, you see, this is a. He's talking about um, a a green egg. Now, the bottom line here is do join us on Facebook Live if you can, but he will try his hardest to describe what he's doing. Uh, Yes. You've got a new new job now, and in my notes this morning, I said he joins us from his lab. It sort of is a lab, isn't it? Because you're the the food daddy there. This is where we do all of the (laughs) creations of of Beef and Liberty and Emma. So, yeah, um, I'll take you on a little tour later if you want. We can try. Um, Fingers crossed. We've got a big green egg here. We've got a big pizza oven, big rotating deck oven. uh, Right, Neil, listen, so usually when we do these things, the idea is to try and get people watching and listening to you to be able to do this at Mm. home. Well, this one, the the walls come down on this I've been trying to do that for years with everybody (laughs) I I, I talk to. Yeah. No, so... And uh, you can see back here now. I've got a. Uh, he has a great big piece of salmon piece in a salmon. smoker. Yeah, go on. Describe what you're doing. Can you see that? Well, I got. Um, I'm just going to move you over for a second, okay? Look at that. This is huge. So, yeah. So that's a, a lovely piece of uh, salmon. And the interesting thing about smoking, yeah, is yep. that obviously, obviously, it was. It's an ancient form of preservation, mm. and you know you would you, you you would need to store um, meats for the winter to get you through the winter. And smoke smoke has so many different elements in it. A lot of them antibacterial. Okay. Um, obviously, the reduction in moisture from the the, the meat or the fish that you're smoking le- makes it less prone to spoilage, and the smoke protects it as well. Um, but the interesting, the fascinating thing that I find is that those products, they were really intensely smoked and they were, you know, very intensely flavored. Mm-hmm. So now the fact that we've got refrigeration, you can play about with the levels of smokiness and you can just add little subtle hints to, um, to, to, to whatever you're making. Mm-hmm. I remember tasting one time, I went for a, 
birthday meal. At, um, I don't know if you remember Chef Benelli. Really fantastic chef. Um, he, 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 like, gave me this little pat of butter. And he had a little glass dome, little glass cloche on it. And he pumped in a little bit of smoke. And it was just beautiful. It was a really interesting, complex flavor. Mm. Anyway, so I've, I've, I've fallen back in love with uh, with smoking. Good. So behind me, I've got a big green egg. Which is which what, is, exactly? I thought it was a barbie. It's like it's, you imagine, a, it's like a barbecue, but on steroids, because its actual construction is um, very thick, a very thick sort of uh, ceramic clay-type material. So... There's a lot of insulation within that um, so that you don't need to use as much um, firewood and charcoal, but you can also maintain more consistent temperatures. Does that mean you could use it as a tandoor as well because of all that insulation? I've never I've never tried it as a tandoor because you kind of have to lift the lid up. Well, it's big. And then stick the, um, stick the naan up into the lid. You probably could. To be honest, it needs customizing. And in fact, it? I'm going to try that, and the next time, uh, if you will allow me back on the show Bring it. after today, um, I'll, 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 I'll give you some feedback on it. Yeah. So today, he's got in his kitchen this big green egg, which is a very popular thing. I mean, most people are going to use them outside as barbies or whatever. I wonder if you've got one of those. What you reckon? And perhaps you've got some tips for him. He can share because he's very much in experimental mode right now. What anyone's got to say? Yeah. Sorry. I'd love to hear what anyone's got to say about yeah. it because they are. You, you, the, the the great thing about them is there's the the you can keep them at really low temperatures. Yep. Um, or you can whack them up to sort of you know four or five hundred centigrade. Um, so you can do a really uh, uh, interesting range of, of of cooking. It's interesting. You've got it in an industrial kitchen though. So first up, it's most definitely not a toy. It's definitely not a toy. I mean, it's huge anyway. It weighs a ton. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can get smaller versions, um, and you can get this thing called a um, a big egg genius. Oh yeah. Which there's there's two vents on the green egg. There's one on the top. Yeah. Which has like a, a little control where you can open up, open up and close the vent down. Mm -hmm. And it's got one at the bottom on the front. This green egg genius actually literally fits on the bottom vent. And it basically pumps, there's a fan yeah. that pushes air in to the green egg or closes it off, depending on what temperature you set. And it's got like a, therm it's got a, a thermometer that you put inside the meat and you put inside the green egg. And it can sort of keep it at a constant temperature. Absolutely amazing. There is something. It's a game, game changer. There is something to uh, bring in here, and Steve joins us on Facebook Live. He said most Hong Kong kitchens couldn't fit that in as much as I would like one. Well, that's the absolute truth. I mean, we're not assuming everybody can do most, this. Most Hong Kong apartments. Most Hong Kong apartments <laughs> couldn't fit in. All right, listen. Um, let's talk about what. How far could we go at home? I mean, not with the green egg and this, that, and the other. Say we want to get the flavour. You had the butter in the cup before. Something small. Well, there, there, there's, there's, there's a great, great, there's a great little machine um, that you can buy in Shanghai Street. That's a little gun, yeah. um, and you can actually put in tiny little vials of chips. Oh yeah. You put in some chips, and and it, it's like sort of I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but it's a bit like a bong. Um, but it's got like a fan that pushes the smoke through 
into a little tube and then you can just smoke um, a la minute uh, of the minute, you I know, uh, any, anything you want. Yeah, look, I t- um, what are the precautions people need to take? Because it's smoke. I mean, there we ha- there we have it, straight up. We're at well, home, I, we bought a smoke yeah, gun, and what? Yeah, just do it, do it under your uh, cooker extraction. Yeah, very much. Do it under that. Don't do it anywhere else. Um, uh, and make sure you use a small amount of smoke. In that gun, Yes. you use a small amount of smoke. Or you can buy these little wooden chips and just put them in a a metal pan with a, a sort of grill on top and smoke like that. But yeah, it, it's not, it's going to make your house a bit smoky. Yeah, it is. Let's it. be perfectly honest here, isn't it? But, but, but don't forget, he started off by finding a drum, a, a metal drum or something. So basically, if you can do this sort of thing, if you've got space, it you just need a bit of advice, right? Yes. And there's loads of Google, there's loads of videos on, on, um, on YouTube, yeah. But um, there's also another another product. You can get liquid smoke. Oh yes. And it's literally made from people smoke smoke. They smoke the wood in a in a chamber, and then they wash the chamber out, and you've got liquid smoke. And you can add that to uh, add a lovely uh, smokiness to your to whatever you're cooking. And another thing, another way of doing it is, yeah. and it's a little bit more um, Asian. Let's say you get a banana leaf. Yes. And you put a banana leaf on um, on a, a gas gas fire, yep. gas gas light on on your stove, and smoke that up a bit, and then rack whatever you could rack a bit of fish in it, and then you can cook that in the oven. And that smokiness from the banana leaf will impart a subtle smoky flavor into so your, there, there are into some your fish. there are some hacks out there again you've got to there's do some, the homework yeah there's definitely there's definitely some hacks all right well listen right now i'm talking to chef neil tomes live from his kitchen in darkest central he's got the great big green egg behind him which is smoking a salmon oh. so what are you going to do with that later on apart from the obvious i'm, I'm in one chuck hangs but um uh what we're going to do with that well we slice that uh, we slice it in um and and uh have it uh, make a lovely uh, cream um, cream cheese and 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 chive and smoked salmon sandwich. Well, let me let me ask you this. So obviously, the smokiness in anything you cook is very distinctive. So do you have to watch what you pair it with? Sorry, the, the last bit of that. You do have to watch what I pair it with, combine it with. Yeah, you can smoke pears. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have to watch it? Yeah, certainly. Um, oh come on! Let's face it. Like, if, if you look at all these videos about smoked brisket, yeah, which you're going to show uh, us in you a just, minute. You know, a nice, a nice cold, a nice cold beer. Oh yeah, I've just got to show you this. Come on, look at this. You better describe it as look well. But that maybe you, you have to describe this and make people salivate. Now this is this is a this is a brisket I smoked last night, and um, wow! If there's ever a cut of meat. If there's ever a cut of meat that is made for um, for for smoking, it's 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 brisket. It's wonderful. Brisket's interesting because it's got two different muscles. Yes. I'm salivating now. I was going to eat that, but then I'd make a funny noise on the, on the radio. Um, brisket, brisket. If, if you don't know, it's like sort of this part of the cow. The chest. There's one here and there's one there. Yeah, the chest, and it kind of goes around to the side of the rib cage. Okay. So there's a thin there's a thin tip. 
there's a thin tip of it which um, doesn't have a lot of fat on. Um, and then there's the bit that comes out of the breast, which has got like a big um, um, sheet of fat and also a, yeah, cause it is a, 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 a layer a layer going through the two muscles yeah. where there's some fat. So, but the great thing about this one, this is um, this is grass fed. Normally, it's made with the U.S. Uh, brisket, which is a lot more fatty, and it's corn fed. But I thought I'm going to try. I'm going to try a, a grass fed one. Well, and I, I didn't. I didn't trigger at all. Twenty dollars on the bill, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. I left it as is, and um, it came out fantastic. Now I have to admit, I kind of set up the green egg. I started smoking. I had to leave. I came back, and it had run over okay. on the temperature. The temperature had gone too high. But I took it out. This is up, still after about like five, six hours yes. of smoking. Yeah, takes time. So then, I, and then I wrapped it in tin foil, and then I stuck it in the oven. Is that, um, that's legit. Surely you guys must varnish stuff in the oven is, all the time. Yes. Well, yeah. But I mean, to be honest, what you'd normally do is you'd wrap it and stick it back in the barbecue, but. You're not getting any more smoke into the meat. You're just now cooking it and protecting it from drying out. Got it. Anyway, the, the oven worked the treat. So it, arguably it's a little bit, maybe a little bit overcooked. Can you just, um, we've got about four, five minutes or so left. I need a couple of pieces of yeah. advice off you. It, uh, this is totally and utterly your opinion, chef. But can you give yeah. us the yeah, either, yeah. Si either side of the fence on grass and grain if we're buying this stuff? Okay. Well, from a from a, a personally from a health perspective, you have there's a lot of science out there which says grass is better because it's got high levels. It's got a, a more balanced ratio of omega omega sixes and threes, right. which is what your body needs. Omega sixes are more inflammatory, um, which tend to come from. Um, um, corn-fed cows, because corn's not necessarily in their diet. So okay, yeah, right. There's a lot more carbs, a lot more omega-6s in it. Um, and therefore, uh, arguably, um, grass-fed is, is much healthier. Um, as a, From a chef perspective... Yeah, that's it. Um, and, and it's a chef and also a consumer perspective. It depends. Uh, corn-fed tends to be more tender. Okay. There's more interstitial fat. And therefore, um, yeah, it's sort of like it seems a little more moist. Grass-fed, I think, has a little bit more of a robust flavor. Um, That's your taste. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a fan of both. But if I was health conscious, I'd be going grass-fed. And then, and then you've got the, the issue of sustainability. So uh, yeah. what is more sustainable? A, 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 a cow going around eating grass or... Um, some cows in a feedlot being fed grains. That's logic. You know, there's, 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 you could argue it both ways. A lot of people think grass-fed is more sustainable because grass is abundant. The cows are actually trodding the, the carbon back into the soil. Yep. Um, and and they, you know, I mean. There's a reason just, why I hear you. So we just work it. We just work it out for ourselves, basically. Cow on, uh, show you a picture of a cow in a green field. Yeah. All right. Listen, we have got two more minutes. I've got an email here from Rob, Robbo, who says I can't do the smoking, but can you ask him to explain very simply how I can prep up a nice piece of brisket? So he, he can't smoke it. He's in a Hong Kong kitchen, but he wants to do the business mm. and flavor it and boil it and everything. Would you mind? Bob, 
why don't we just why don't we just take a lesson from from um, uh, this fine place, Hong Kong? They do a really fabulous um, um, braised brisket, yeah. Okay. Braised brisket with the with the noodles, and that's just they they put in things like cinnamon and star anise. I, I think he means from scratch. He's got raw meat. Okay, so let's let you've got. Real, it. I mean, real quick though, mate, but I do want to get this in. Brisket's brisket's pretty big, right? So basically, what you need to do is if you're just going to braise it, if you can't smoke it, you're going to braise it. Yep. Um, oh, you know what? No, let's stick, stick it. Let's do it in the oven, yeah. Yep. Basically, let's get some get get a rub, salt, pepper, get some cayenne pepper. Try and get some liquid smoke. Okay. You can get it in some of the supermarkets, a little bottle. Yep. Okay. Mix that um, uh, into a little water, salt, pepper. Put it in. Let it sit in the brine for a bit. A bit. Whip it out of the brine after maybe like twenty four hours. Okay. And then and then I would. Um, um, Put it in a, on a baking tray, a little bit of liquid, um, some aromatics, and then cover it in tin foil. I put it in the oven at about one forty. Yeah. For about six hours. And that's it. And then get it out, and then just see if it see if it's done. Test it with a fork. We've got to leave it there, Neil, because it's news time. Robert, okay. Robert, I hope that helped. And if you do get to do it, do let us know how it went and you can email me some there, there you go he's eating his eating his meat neil thank you so much for your time we'll do it again very soon bye bye for now that is chef neil tomes right here